0: best friend plans best friend plans going on adventures best friend
1: plans we should do a remix hi i'm harrison greenbaum i'm one of the co-hosts of best friend plans thank you for joining us for episode nine we are almost at our 10th double digit episode i'm here of course with my best friends and co-host eric dittleman hello everyone and patrick davis hello we are going to get into our first ever movie review we reviewed many experiences we've even done Tabletop top gaming we have yet to do a movie so we will be diving into Doctor Strange um, which if you haven't seen that movie quickly run out go see the movie and then come right back and listen to this podcast but before we dive into the movie uh, what have you guys been up to I know uh, Eric you just got back from Las Vegas
2: yes I literally just flew in from Las Vegas to come and record this podcast because I was at something called Mindvention. Oh, no, we haven't told him that he could do this
1: by phone. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 We've had the, the technology. Oh, you don't no. have to be in the room with us. You could have
2: stayed there the whole time. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, yeah. But I was, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I was at Mindvention, which is uh, a convention I've been to for the past four, four years now, I think. For those um, who are non-magic muggles. It's a, yeah, it's a mind reader's convention a convention for mind readers in Las Vegas. Can't you all just link minds over the course
0: of like the continent and it's meet the, in the astral It's the, the only magic plane. invention without name tags because they already know.
2: I always say we just sit <laughs> in a room. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My yeah, jo- yeah. Then we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. <laughs> my <good>. my <laughs> joke er- and that I say about it is, is like, oh, we just sit in a room and there's the lecturer doesn't even speak and we all just nod our heads. We're just like, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, very nice. Cool. Mm, yeah. Ooh, nice. And how
1: many people go to my invention? What's the total number of attendees?
2: Uh, I think it was a little down this year. It's around a hundred, give or take. And well, what's per- dudes? And what's the percentage? <laughs> Most, like, what's the percentage of is, women there? It is mostly dudes. Uh, there's like little dealers tables where you can like learn uh, new products and tricks and books and stuff. But there's like six of them. How many? How many like people are there that are like, I'm the real thing. Oh, I don't know. I don't talk to most people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, like how I many of them are like still I not giving bad. up the ghost that they are They are legit? Does, has,
1: will anybody correct you if you go, oh, a magic convention? And they go, no, mind reading convention.
0: Oh, yeah, that'll happen a lot. <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, so how much of the hotel staff where you were
2: at were like, oh, your magic convention's in town? And people were like, no. Please. Well, it came. It was kind of similar to like that because they had like another convention that came in as well, and people were like, "Oh, you hear What convention, convention was it? I don't even know. It was just a uh, like a normal person convention. Uh, you know, the normal person convention. You know, guys and girls equal. They have sex sometimes. Right. You know, look,
0: these are our briefcases for normal people jobs. <laughs> yeah, they're all. We NP- recommend floss. They're
2: all NPCs. They're yeah. Say the same. <laughs> Why character? do you all have transmitters? <laughs> yeah. But they were like, Oh, are you here with the convention? <laughs> like and they're like looking at my name badge, like, what, what what convention are you with? And I just didn't even want to tell them. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even want to get into
1: it. <laughs> you could read their mind and knew they would not
2: react <laughs> yes, favorably. Exactly, exactly. That was fun.
1: Did you do anything just fun in Vegas? Yeah, I actually did an
2: escape room without Ooh, you guys. Oh my god, I'm you sorry. cheated on us. Cheater. You dirty uh, cheater. Uh, and I went and saw my uh friend Matt Franco, winner of America's Got Talent, his show at the Oh, Lake. wait, hold on. Let me pick up that name for you. There, there you go. Well, Here you go. I right was there, right there. I, I was just—he was, just was amazing. Was I thought of that bit
1: and then decided not to do it, <laughs> and then in that space, Patrick went <laughs> to did it anyway, do it.
2: which shows that I'll do the jokes others are too afraid to make. Which shows that Patrick <laughs> is not a mind reader. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I wanted to plug his show because it's a really good show. Did you end up show. doing all the
1: puzzles? um not Wait, all or did you like did like because you're an expert sure and they i assume had mm-hmm. they ever done it before
2: uh they uh matt and his girlfriend had never done it before but my, the fourth uh person in the room was actually my friend george who actually i did the first escape room with oh in he Detroit, popped your with. escape cherry yeah so George is another mentalist so we were like we got it <laughs> no but uh but matt and tiana really helped out as well and uh did really well and it was a fun Fun uh, theme because I've never done a pirate. I've always room wanted to before. do a pirate one. That would be uh, Oh, so wait, We cool. talked about that. We had pirates. Have talked about I want to do
1: a Wild West one. Yeah.
2: It was all about uh, like uh, stealing. Like we were locked in a, a pirate ship. We were like fake merchants and then we Ooh. got caught smuggling onto the ship, but we had to escape and steal the treasure and get off the boat. Is there a win
1: condition where you escape without stealing the treasure?
2: No, the door only opens... uh, Well, you didn't even have to open the door. You win once you steal the treasure. Oh, okay. So there's just
1: one single thing. Right, exactly. Because we'll we'll do this in a future episode, but we did the Maze of Haikana, which was one of the first times where there was basically three different win conditions. Right. There's three different tasks, and you you yeah, didn't necessarily you, have to do yeah. all of them to escape. Right.
2: Well, that was the question I asked before I did this game because of the uh, maze one we did. I asked, uh, is there a lose condition? Can we lose? Because I was like terrified. But he's like, no, no. We, uh, we're not <laughs> like, at that point. You pace. don't want to lose <laughs> on an away game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I, we have a street to <laughs> maintain. I also saw uh, another friend's show uh, that I ha- I've i been friends with him for a while, but I've never actually seen his show. Uh, you may have heard of it. It's uh, Advertisements are all over in Las Vegas. It's called Defend the Caveman, uh, and it's starring uh, my friend Kevin Burke. Well, it was a one-man show that ran Mm -hmm.
1: off-Broadway, then Broadway. Right. And my buddy Josh Hyman has done the touring production. Great. Basically, it's just
2: one dude. Yeah, it's one guy. So they have comedians
1: that they just hire to do the thing.
2: But I did want to plug the shows because they were both really good. Like, I didn't know what to expect going into Defending the Caveman. It was just kind of a fun... Uh, I thought it was gonna be like kind of hacky. Guys do this, girls do right. that. But no, it's actually really written, and there's actually some science of how it goes back to you know caveman days. And he, and Kevin even brought up and added like new science that was just discovered in the past couple months. And it's really become his own show, like because he personalizes it a lot. Nice. So um, and how long is this? Long uh, is it was stage? about uh, an hour and ten. That's great. Yeah, that's the right length. It yeah. is.
1: After an hour and ten of dealing with somebody, I think you're done <laughs> with any show.
0: Right, and not even just shows.
1: Like just in life too. just in life yeah like after you spend an hour with someone you're I start waving a cell phone. They go, "What are you doing?"
2: I'm giving you the light, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm your girlfriend. (laughs) Get out! Get out of here! Give it up! (laughs) That's funny. He he also obviously knew I was in the audience, so he uh, catered a couple jokes to me losing America's Got Talent, (laughs) which was very funny for me. (laughs) Was Matt in the audience too? Yeah, Matt was in the audience. Oh boy, double painful! (laughs) My God! But check out those shows if you if you're in Las Vegas defending the caveman. Well, think about this: if you had one America's Got Talent,
1: you would be in Las Vegas and. Right now, because you've lost, you get to do this podcast. That's right. So this, is, this, this
2: is this is the plans. true the true prize. This the is the consolation prize to winning America's Got Talent. And I'm
0: going to tell you what, gentlemen. I don't know if you're going to win Best Friend Plan, <laughs> but you've definitely taken miscongeniality.
2: Wait, you're I, definitely the top three. You, I would say. Are you yeah. saying uh, yeah. I could be eliminated from this podcast, gentlemen? <laughs> 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 we haven't gotten to the elimination phase <laughs> yet because uh, no one has
0: called in to vote. Oh, but uh, as soon as they start calling in to vote, the Netherlands has voted. <laughs> oh boy. Ooh. Our Uh,
2: fans
1: from the Netherlands. I hope you're still listening.
2: Cheers to both of you. Cheers to both of you. Uh, What about you? What have you been up to? I, uh, today,
1: was in Long Island. It was my grandmother's 99th birthday. Wow. Which, mathematically speaking, means she's in her 100th year. Yes. (laughs) Great. Um, Does she
0: appreciate that, or is she... Oh, yeah. yeah. She
1: was very happy. We went to the JCC in Long Island. As For those you would, who
2: don't know, the Jewish the community. The Jewish
1: Community <laughs> Center. That's I, if you couldn't tell by my accent. <laughs> and uh, the state senator who represents that district came and gave her a proclamation. And wow. Everyone, She was a Holocaust survivor, so they wow. made a big deal about that. And she's 99, and we're hoping she makes it to the, the centennial.
2: Yeah. That'd be great.
1: But she can't taste. Oh, the food. I don't know if the food is good, because I can't taste it.
2: Well, she can't complain about it if it's bad.
1: That's what I'm saying. Every food is the best meal ever.
0: I bet she finds a way to complain about it. About everything. (laughs) She also goes, are you dating
1: nice girls? And that's her way of saying Jewish girls. And I wanted to be like, just be happy they're girls. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just be happy that's what I'm
0: bringing home. Oh, Grandma, this could break real bad. (laughs) Yeah, Grandma, you don't even know the other options.
2: (laughs) Patrick, you need to meet Grandma. I do. I
0: (laughs) I would love to meet. Is it Grandma Greenbaum? This is the grandma green. This is my dad's yeah. mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Grandma She's green. She's 99.
1: Now. She survived the Holocaust, but she, could she survive us fake making out? Oh, I
2: love it. That would be great yeah. to, to see her reaction to that.
0: In Trump's America. <laughs> Please, uh, uh, welcome to our podcast. This got weird. Oh, um. <laughs> no,
1: the best part is that th- th- we're safe talking yeah. about my grandmother. Cause she doesn't even have, she doesn't even understand the concept of a podcast. Oh, good. I, I, when I've described a podcast to her, I'm like, it's like the radio. She's like, Oh, you're on the radio. And I'm like, yeah, but like minus the money and listeners, right? <laughs> and the people driving and tuning in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and no accident will, accidental listeners to this podcast. No, you gotta really want this. Yeah, we, we're buried pretty far down. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah,
1: and before that's we good. get to the the meat of this, the Doctor Strange yeah. thing, you were mentioning before we started recording that
0: your kids graduated. Your, your I, the yeah. kids you're teaching. So I teach uh, uh, during the week. I teach several magic classes, and one of my classes just graduated this week. They are um, kindergarten girls. Wow, um, how many are in a class? Um, this class had eleven.
1: Whereas wow. Jared Fogle says the sexy ones. Oh boy! And, well, <laughs> keep listening
0: to "This
2: Got Weird" the <laughs> podcast. Oh no! I and green you
1: mentioned uh, young
0: girls. I'm going to make a joke. No, these are not. <laughs> that's not a good. These are babies. Oh these boy. are practically babies. Um, Yeah. So, uh, no, but it's good. You know, you teach them all the little magic tricks. You get them interested in it. And, well, you know, I just bring up an era of female magicians, hopefully. I was that's what's say, important. That was
2: important. to say, that's the very honorable because uh, magic's pretty known for being a boys club. So, yeah, it's to women, encourage young girls yeah, to yeah. get interested, that's pretty great.
1: I'm, I'm a huge defender, obviously, of women in the arts, period. But it's interesting when I talk to female comics... And and go, as bad as it is for them, as hard mm-hmm. it is it for, and it is hard, mm-hmm. females in magic, my God. Oh, there's just they're just not even, I don't think, w- when you picture a comedian, you can picture female comics. You've seen famous female yeah. comics. You've seen mm-hmm. Joan Rivers and you've seen Sarah Silverman and you've Amy seen
2: Amy Schumer. L- yeah. Amy
1: Schumer and Ellen De- You've seen a million famous yeah. female comics. Maybe not as many as male, but you've right. seen them. Name you say, one. Name one female mm-hmm. magician, and I don't think the average person can do it, and that's no. horrifying. absolutely not. And yeah. and and then I say name one famous juggler, period, any gender, nope. and they're stumped. <laughs> stumped. <laughs> no. So maybe they don't have it as hard as that.
0: Right. No. I mean this with the with these girls, you know, we've actually had classes where the you know the girls are like, I didn't know girls could be magicians. Now these are kindergartners, so you know, they're a little dumb anyway. But <laughs> no, I joking. No, these are they're actually the the smartest, sweetest, um, very talented young women and uh, they it was very nice to see them. Uh, they put on a little show for all of the parents and babysitters and everyone who came Aww. in. It was a nice little, nice little graduation ceremony. Did they get letters of Hogwarts as their uh,
2: graduation? ceremony? They, <laughs> they, they do
0: get. Uh, they do get uh, certificates saying mm. that they are amazing magicians, Ooh. and uh, wow. we, we have a little bag of little um, magic tricks that they can take home and continue oh. to learn. And so that hopefully they will continue to grow in magical education. Uh, but yeah, so it's, That's it's, great. Just, it's always good when one so of So if your you're a lady graduates. and you're
1: listening to this podcast, which is improbable because you're not our demo, but if you are, <laughs> please get recruit other women because we would love yes. to have you I, listen, but do magic. If you're not doing
2: magic, I guess yeah. what I'm saying
0: is ladies, Yes, if you're listening, <laughs> yes, give Patrick. me a call. Patrick is the. I'll expert. teach you
2: magic. <laughs> Patrick's the right one. I'll teach you magic
0: that. real good.
1: Uh, oh my god. Uh, oh boy. Well, I think we have caught up with each other, and yeah. now into the meat and potatoes of this thing.
2: Doctor Strange. Should we say right now? This is going to be probably very spoiler heavy. Well, before we get into so things that we spoil, yeah. it, if
1: you haven't seen the
0: movie, see it. We could very quickly say you should see it. Right. Yeah, go see it. Yeah, don't stop. Hit pause on this. Hit pause. This'll right wait. Be waiting we'll wait. for you. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait right now. Right here. We're waiting. And oh, we're back. Okay, we're back. So <laughs> you've all seen the movie. Great. We can talk about it however we want now.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, and obviously w- w- the other thing we should tell people who are thinking about seeing it, see it in three D. Yes, this is the kind of film Absolutely. you really have to see it in three D. Right, this is
0: one of the ones where like you can tell going into it, it wasn't three D wasn't an afterthought, but rather like how they intended their audience to see this movie. And it was a post production three D. So this right. wasn't like an Avatar thing where they
1: it wasn't necessarily it wasn't filmed in three D. So it's not as uh, a sort of you can tell when a movie has been filmed straight up for three D. Correct, but they knew. Going into this, that this movie, because of the the intensity of sort of this other dimensions, and there's so many layers, right? that adding the 3D effect
0: really did help
1: make things make more sense.
0: Correct. Agreed. Very much so. So, Although, guys.
1: I wanted to see it in 4DX. I know you guys hate 4DX. I wanted to see in 4D. I wanted to move around, and I wanted to have smoke in my face. You
0: wanted to smell the mirror
2: dimension. I wanted
1: to be in the mirror dimension. I wanted water in my face. I don't know when there'd be water, but I wanted in my face.
2: Well, I know when. During the snowing. During the car crash. Yes, (laughs) Yes. that would have been the most
1: inappropriate use of it, but I would have loved it. (laughs) But the the weird thing was when I went to look it up. The reason I mention it is the movie theater chose instead of putting Doctor Strange, a fantastic action film, in 4D. X. They put trolls instead.
0: Well, has anyone seen trolls?
1: I feel I like Doctor Strange deserved that, that treatment more than trolls.
0: Justin Timberlake and whoever worked really hard. I on feel trolls. like the moving seats would just <laughs> rock back and forth as if you're like little trolls. Jauntily running through, through the land. Do you think there's a point where the like whole your time. arm is on the armrest and all of a sudden you feel a little bit of troll hair underneath yeah. your hands? Yeah. Well, the other brush thing is. Back back it's, it's trolls. Ugh.
1: And the other movie that's literally alternating, so like they have two movies going back and forth, was Deepwater Horizon. Which is the movie about a, a real life story of an oil rig exp- like exploding and killing a lot of people? They don't have that. Just, should not no, be in forty X. They don't oh, just have the fire and the water. They don't have just drops ocean. of
2: water. It's just like a whole bucket. Yeah, like just yeah. Have
1: What's that smell? <laughs> gasoline. They brought gasoline. We're gonna die. Yeah, it's intense. Could you imagine if you were one of the survivors? Were there survivors? I'm not sure. But I think there were. Yeah, there I, were.
0: I think. I think. I heard when they were doing the forty X for. Deepwater Horizon. They, they went into in. Mark Wahlberg and they just got his essence. Oh, so when he's running across no. the screen, you can actually smell actual Mark Wahlberg. There's
1: just something about a real of story a real life story getting the four x treatment that feels creepy. Yeah. But I would see Schindler's List in four DX.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I also, Passion of
1: the Christ. Uh Captain Phillips. Captain get to, Phillips. Get to land that play. Let's in 40X. get it. No, I want to Sully, Sully Sullenberger. A, yeah. Oh, Captain. Captain Phil. Phillips is another Tom Hanks movie where he plays <laughs> a real life captain of a thing. It's difficult to get all of the has to wake 4DX. Yeah, there you you go. just feel a, somebody just bounces a ball at your head the whole that time. That Mary this Poppins a movie
0: where he was Walt Disney in 4DX. Yeah.
1: So we're back to uh, Doctor uh, Strange. Doctor yeah, Strange. A fun sorry. movie that we like to talk about. We're in phase three now of the Marvel. We're building up yeah. to Infinity War. Um, we were talking about this before because we have seen now uh, there are five Infinity Stones. Obviously, we're leading up to Thanos. There's a leading fan theory that each one of the uh, stones spells out the word Thanos. Which is interesting because we have T for Tesseract. We have A for The Aether, which is from Thor Two, my least favorite film. Thor two, let's
0: all forget about that one. Already have.
2: I didn't mind uh, that one. I liked that what? action scene with the multiple worlds that, that Welcome the to end.
0: the first segment of Best Friend Plans. Wait, hear me out, where Eric Diddleman defends <laughs> the indefensible. Go on, Eric Diddleman. Yes, Defend Thor segment. two real
2: quick. Did you see how that like truck floated? That was cool. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> this is your defense of Thor too. That's your full defense. of You the are film. not selling us on this, Eric. No, that final action sequence when they're like falling through the different dimensions was pretty sweet. It was worth
1: a two-hour build-up.
2: Yes. <laughs> wow. And the it had one of the best like had one of the best stingers after the credits of that giant monster. Did you see the stinger Portman. of Doctor
0: Strange where they erased that? No, where he's yeah. like, my brother and I have to go find our father. No, you don't. Your brother's dead, and your father's on the throne, as per the stinger of I Thor know. Two. I know. But Natalie Portman is that is that why? Because it's Natalie Portman.
1: Uh,
2: that's part of it. She's definitely. not coming back. <laughs> She's not coming back. <laughs> no, yeah, they'll just done. keep showing her photo. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. Although oh, in the Jane. comic
1: books, Jane becomes Thor. Oh,
0: yeah. I doubt they're doing that. I don't think they're going to do
1: that. But um. So we had the we had the T, the A, the N supposedly is the necklace for Eye of Agamotto, which we talked about. Dr. Necklace, Doctor Strange's necklace. That being an Infinity Stone. Then O is for the Orb, which is from Guardians of the Galaxy, and then the S is um the, the scepter. scepter, Loki scepter, Loki scepter, which is now in the Vision's head. So the idea would be that the H is for Hemdall, which is the uh, Idris Elba character that he literally is the. Soulstone. This is the in the upcoming, Thor Ragnarok. In the upcoming yes. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Mm. We'll find out that the orange glow of his eyes is due to the orange glow of the final Infinity Stone, or not. This is a theory, an internet theory, but who knows? So, yeah, well, well yeah. Or Stanley is the final Infinity Stone,
0: leading to the greatest Stanley cameo when they rip it out of him. No, I like. I like the idea that, um, that someone has proposed that uh, Stanley is playing Uatu, the Watcher. And that's why he's in all the movies, because he's observing all of the events of the Marvel like central turning points in the Marvel universe. That would make happen, me so happy if they did that. That the reveal is that Stanley is Uatu the Watcher. God that would be a brilliant oh, brilliant this, thing. If you haven't picked up yet, this podcast is getting nerdy. Yes. Oh yeah. Getting Let's super break nerdy. down just the the. Well, did Doctor you guys Strange go with,
1: one with anybody? First? Did you go with layman? Yes, because we could use their reactions. I well.
2: actually, it was a very rare opportunity. I went and saw this with my brother and my sister in law. Wow, uh, th- they don't go to movies and theaters often because my because brother is Amish. A big movie kind of snob. He doesn't like anyone talking during movies or anything like that. So he doesn't go normally on like a weekend or anything. So Most
1: movie snobs, by the way, are like, I must see it in a
2: the theater. That's how it was designed. Yeah. he's like a reverse movie snob. His No, not not in a way. He just doesn't like getting distracted by anyone else. Ah. So This he, feels like someone who's like, I'm a beer snob. I only drink Bud Light. He needs uh, to befriend David No, he actually is a beer snob and has drank a lot of beer. <laughs> he needs to befriend David Copperfield. Right. And just go to movies, rent out the whole movie. I found yeah. out, I don't the I'm gonna drop all the names, but mm-hmm. I
1: I've heard this story from multiple sources. But the I I recently heard from a comedian that uh, he met David Copperfield, and David Copperfield was like, "Oh, you're in the audience. Come backstage." So he comes backstage? And David Copperfield says, "Hey, do you want to see a movie?" And he's like, I, "Okay. I mean, you're not gonna say no to David Copperfield." And David Copperfield rents out full movie theater, so it's just him and like the three other people that he's with. And now he's like, "Oh shit! I now have to spend two and a half hours in silence with David Copperfield. So I'm not gonna leave in the middle of this movie. Right? I do. But he's done this multiple times. I know, I, yeah. I have a personal friend who's gone on this, on a movie
0: run with David Copperfield, where he sees like one or two movies alone in the theater. I, I don't know David Copperfield, but the few like times I've like, you know, we kind of, of been in the same room with him, and bit, yeah, the the um, it seems to me that sitting next to him silently is one of the best ways you could interact with David <laughs> oh, Copperfield. No, no. One of the most positive interactions you but could have. But what a good them. use of money. Often you no, hear absolutely. about rich people
1: using their money in a way Just they're like oh, it's
2: gross the or, or, rent running, for or like, running for president. Running for president. this is like the best
0: right. way you could use your portion of your. If
2: only that's what Donald Trump did. So anyway, I got to see the movie with my brother David Copperfield. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but it was it was a great treat because like I th- we went during the day. The movie theater was mostly empty Great. and got to uh, enjoy it with them. It was great. Yes. I saw it
0: with Brian. We uh, had a wonderful evening, um, and uh, we we enjoyed the movie. We saw it in 3D. You
1: can't see this because you're listening, but he's smirking. <laughs> so how much of the movie did you really see? No, we watched the whole movie. <laughs> Brian was
0: w- we, we were very focused on it. It is one of those movies you do need to pay attention to. 100%. There's a lot of intricate detail to it. Uh, but no, we enjoyed it. What about yourself? I saw it with Megan. Your lady friend, a lady friend,
1: uh, and uh, she, I don't. Is not really a comic book person, so it's interesting. Neither is She Brian. enjoyed it very much, and uh, so that's a good sign. Is when somebody who doesn't really know the full Marvel lore and why, how everybody is connected and all that stuff could still really walk away from that thing, being like, I really enjoy it. As opposed to Batman versus Superman, where I think, unless you're a huge comic book nerd, then you really like you still wouldn't won't enjoy it, but you don't even have a chance
0: of enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian. Liked when the lights came up at the movie theater. Brian was like, "I liked it," and then on the like ride home and the walk up to his apartment, gradually talked himself out of liking yeah. you know? it. And I uh, think end of the evening was pretty much against the movie.
2: Wow, yeah. I, I think it's interesting to note that this is maybe our first best friend plan we did separately. Yes. Wow, but we have such a shared uh, nerdy uh, love of things that we knew we were all going to see it. Right,
1: and it's it's if we're all in town and we could see right. opening night or opening day, we we do. would do that, yeah. But like it was one of those things where I think each of us was like, "Oh crap, we're all separate for a week. We're, we're going to have to." I, don't I gonna couldn't. Gonna
2: to. I couldn't wait for you guys. Is what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't to, think we need to defend. Well, that. Like, let's
1: well, talk saw, about the movie. We saw Captain America: Civil War because I thought we were all waiting to see it together. And then you guys were like, Oh "Hey, yeah, this is our second time seeing." Yeah. <laughs>
0: 40x. All right. Let's um. Let's talk about
1: the movie. So mm-hmm. I will tell you my biggest criticism, and. It, is that it's Just I'm done with origin stories. I really think that format of first third is him being a normal person. Second third of the movie is learning him gaining and learning <laughs> his powers and training. And oh no, it's so hard. But if you have the soul of a hero, you can come through. And then the then finally, after two thirds of the movie is already gone, we finally get like one battle or like he gets to use his power. And then he realizes, you know what? I am a hero. And that's every movie. Marvel I- perfected it. I didn't mind but that I'm as much. That.
2: I didn't mind that as much because I didn't know a lot of Doctor Strange's backstory. Uh, he's not one of the superheroes I was like obsessed with growing up or anything. So sure. I I loved kind of learning that. Now I, I I see ways around it. You could have like had him be him and do the backstory in flashbacks, but whatnot. But I I kind of uh, you know some people are argue about the time frame of him learning this mastery of this magic, and I was okay with like suspending they my drop discipline a hint, though, that like you see time Avengers Tower. Yeah. Which tells you it's actually phase two. Right. Some of that. Here's what I will say is that I
0: think one of the reasons you don't know a lot about the history and origin of Doctor Strange is because that's not what is important about Doctor Strange. Like with Spider-Man, you know, gets bitten by a radioactive spider, becomes a Uh, Spider-Man. Batman, parents die. I swear to God,
1: if they do a radioactive spider scene in this new Spider-Man. They're gonna. I'm going to lose my goddamn I, mind. But, but They're here's totally How many times I want it to have, be. do we have to do no, that? The I same want
2: number t- of times we have to see Batman's parents die.
1: I want it. I was furious when that happened in Batman vs.
0: <laughs> Superman, especially the whole, the gun is what breaks the necklace. No, Zack
1: Snyder. I, I, want I it, say
0: no. I want it to be an actual radioactive spider, They're not a genetically modified spider like they've been doing. I want it to be downright radioactive, slightly glowing, but very he have his deadly. Powers? It has a already. half-life. <laughs> what he appeared in Civil yes, War with his, his powers. Yes, powers. Yes, correct. Right. So it, couldn't
1: they start him with powers and then like Hopefully. flashback it? So if they do that, I'm okay.
0: Right. Yeah. My point was, I Doctor Strange as a character is the master of the mystic arts, the sorcerer supreme. That's what's important about him, not how he became that. I think usually in the in the comics, like he's already that. You don't have to build him up to that. You can flash back to that and drop hints about how he came, who he was. But the important thing is that he is, the, you know, it's not like there. There should not be a learning curve with Doctor Strange. Well, the thing, the thing, is a mere character. You got to justify that cape and that big necklace well, and the he's... goatee. <laughs> Well these Vincent Price. The thing <laughs> for me though is
2: like what interests me about the whole Marvel universe is these normal people that are are somehow like with the X Men or mutant it just is genetic, or all these other superheroes that happen to get their powers to make them more than human, just to have a character that's just like, Oh, magic's part of this world now. Like that's yeah. weird to me. Well So that's why I want it and, and that's I feel I know that's ironic saying that we're all kind of No I would say I would say the key to handling
0: that is not because they didn't say magic is all of a sudden part of this world. You basically had Dr. Strange as an entryway as a, as a audience surrogate learning about magic. Mm-hmm. Imagine instead of Dr. Strange being fumbling and learning about magic, you had someone like Wong or um, Rachel, w- McAd- Rachel McAdams being that ca- audience surrogate and Dr. Strange is the one introducing you to the world. But then they
2: would have had to give Rachel McAdams a bigger part. Which she needed. She either right. needed to be in the movie more or not at all, because
0: like her role was
1: yeah, and there's no real resolution towards the end. No, of, like yeah. she's just like,
0: it's very much this lady as prop thing, which is very annoying. Yep, very much so. So I'm like either cut her out completely or make her sort of the audience's and that's like character. Captain
1: Marvel. You know, at least she's a female, so we won't have to see that part. But like I'm, n- I think Black Panther won't be an origin story because they kind of gave it to us in the last mm-hmm. movie. But like we have and Guardians of the Galaxy two obviously won't. Mm-hmm. But we have like Captain Marvel coming down the pike. And if that one is that same format, I'm really going to. It's getting mm. tired. It's getting really afraid. Right. And I think DC is really, you know, with the Flash movie, with Cyborg, with all these with Aquaman. If those are w- more origin stories, I don't know how many more I can take.
0: Right. We're past the point as a culture to, of understanding like, we, we get that superheroes have superpowers now. And like. And they you come get, with great responsibility. Right. Just tell us that they have them and we can. Worry about that later. You know, like we all get now that superheroes are supposed to have superpowers.
2: Well, guys, I mean, when you're manipulating time, we're gonna have to see these origin stories over and over and over again. Whether it's Days of Future Past and we go back and change time, or I Doctor think, Strange when we're changing I think time that's again. My, I think that's we're gonna we're gonna be living origin stories over and over or again DC, in our the, lives. In their
1: CW universe, the Berlantiverse, as they call it, <laughs> uh, there was they did Flashpoint. So they in the Flash series, they've altered the timeline multiple times and they they've done a lot of time travel and it's it's hard from a writer's perspective of like constantly re-erasing history because you go well
2: if you could change time then why don't you why did we lose all these battles? Do you think someone in Hollywood actually has like a t- some sort of time turner from Harry Potter or like one of these devices we just talked about just so that they could just keep rebooting these old franchises and doing no, origin No, they had an ability to, to redo get more time. Money.
1: Batman versus Superman would have never happened. <laughs> also, Hillary Clinton That's would be president. <laughs> Hillary would be president. Yeah. Oh my God! There are so many things that would yeah, not happen. I don't have think it.
0: Hollywood is going to be pro Trump. She's the
1: douchiest movie producer. <laughs> I just redo it if it's not a blockbuster. <laughs> what? We could fix this. Nope. It made a hundred million. We we good. We're good. Oh, man.
2: Uh, but uh, on Rachel McAdams, I thought she was going to be more of a role in this movie. Uh, I think I we thought, all did. I thought she was going to be more of like the night nurse character, which kind of Rosario Dawson is in the Netflix kind Can of world. Can we do a very brief aside? Sure.
1: I really think that they're setting her up to die as the reason they become the Defenders. Oh, I am convinced that the reason she's on in all Netflix, of the series on the Netflix, on the Netflix yeah. series, about Rosario Dawson, yeah. Rosario Dawson's character is the only one who's in all of the series. She's she's beloved by all of the heroes. So if she were to die, it would be a reason for all four of them to meet and be pissed at something. Interesting. So I really think they're setting her up to die, which if they do, fuck
0: you. <laughs> that is brutal. Should we edit that out? No.
1: I I, I, <laughs> I said I a curse word. But.
0: No, you have said like eight last
1: episodes. So, so we're okay. okay. But God, if, if Marvel is setting us up for that heartbreak, that would be very depressing. I think they're setting her. up. Uh, do you think Marvel is setting us up as we go into Infinity War to kill some major characters and break our heart?
2: I think they want to do that and kind of reboot the Avengers that they were kind of doing. My, I think there's going like to be I some have, deaths. I have two to, ways. Just to well, give Vision's got to give die. It, to give it some gravitas, right? Because, I mean, if Thanos is this big... Uh, villain that they've been teasing through the whole, you know, He's phase god, two, yeah. then I think a major character is going to have to die. Allow
0: me to put on my very nerdy glasses for a moment okay. and tell you my theory about this. For our
2: this. listeners, he just really did that. I really yeah. did that.
0: He also has a beard. I do have a beard now, everyone. That's a surprise. Uh, adjust your mental image. And that's image. not a gay joke either. No, I do. No, he <laughs> no. just has a straight a up beard. You know, so everyone thing at on home, his face. <laughs> however you think I look, add a beard. <laughs> um, my, my thing is... The Infinity Stones present an interesting opportunity to a movie franchise um, whose leading actors are becoming increasingly expensive. Because if you can have um, an all-powerful reality-warping battle where you can add stakes by killing things like your Iron Man, your Captain America, maybe even your Thor, you, you those main characters die, then maybe at the end of the arc or the movie or whatever, someone restarts reality, you would expect things to be maybe slightly different in this new version of reality. Maybe... Tony Stark is a little bit younger, looks a little bit different. His behavior has slightly changed just a little bit. It seems like an excellent is way to recast, or right? It's <laughs> yeah. a way to recast those roles in fiction to make it make sense. But I why would disagree. I, I think the way
1: Marvel's handled these characters in their comic books, because they they've been using their comic books and animated movies in a, as a way of sort of testing concepts to see what works for the movies. Yeah, because like Avengers, for example, has run Thanos in its cartoon twice now. They've run all the storylines you see in the movies. They've run them all before. There's a right. Lionsgate movie from 2007 that is almost beat for beat the Doctor Strange movie that we saw just as a cartoon. Right. Um, Might as a couple things here and there, but there are some straight shots from that cartoon in the movie, which is fascinating. I think if they follow the comic book logic, instead of saying Iron Man looks slightly different because he's a different actor— I think Iron Man gives his suit to somebody else. A lot of these are mantle characters. I, well, Captain America can go. Falcon, you're now Captain America.
2: And that's what I wanted to happen in Ghostbusters too. Just for the record, it's like yeah. passing the mantle
1: on to the well, new people. Well, I can get behind
0: Captain America maybe passing the mantle on. It's also because you hate women.
2: But
1: I, no, <laughs> yeah, kidding, that is true. Kidding. That is a thing not, about Iraq. That is not um, true. Stay out of magic and stay out of Ghostbusters. That's not
0: true. Uh, read. My Special mind. guest Steve Bannon. Everybody. Yeah. Um, no, no, uh, we all love women. And Sneak Band. No, we don't. Um, (laughs) Patrick's slightly less. Yeah. Um, No, uh, uh, I get, like, yes, Captain America can uh, pass on uh, his mantle, whatever. I think Iron Man's a little more difficult because there is no anyone obvious to take it over unless they fix up War Machine to make him no longer paralyzed. Which, Uh, by the way, that was a quick reference to Doctor Strange. I'm like, hey, you want to help War Machine? He's like, nah, I'm good.
2: Yeah, yeah, because that was one of the files he got of, like, this is a, a soldier who's paralyzed from the... Well, he's From down. an experimental power By the way, armor. one of my yeah.
1: favorite moments in the movie. It, did you notice in the credits the final thing in the credits after they list the song credits is always a lead. I know what it, it said, said. Please don't, don't check your text messages while driving. Drive responsibly.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was like a PSA. Yeah, Doctor Strange can die. But wasn't the movie the PSA? Because right.
0: That's what like that's after what you see that movie, you're like, maybe I should keep my eyes on the right. road. Or do you say, maybe I should check text messages while I drive so I can too can become a sorcerer.
2: Drew. Oh, he kind of goes mad wanting to become a sorcerer, and loses yeah. all of his money. And yeah, yeah. We should talk about more about what actually happened in the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. This we, review of Doctor Strange just was goes just way the MCU, the, the whole MCU. Yeah. I but, mean, I really mm. like
1: Dor- the fact that they they were like, we're gonna do Dormammu right up top, right, which is a bizarre, crazy, basically the well, devil.
2: Let's talk about the the first thing that I noticed about this movie: the visuals. Oh my god, were amazing. I mean. I I was joking and everyone's kind of saying this too of going into the movie is the uh, it was like the Marvel version of Inception, right? With like the trailers and the like the cities like folding in on itself. It was an acid trip. In my, it my- was an acid trip. And I know people who got high inside and said it was amazing. as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just, yeah, going into that whole multiverse and like that was a whole trippy sequence. All the tessellation, uh, all the like the, the gravity defying stuff. And then my favorite sequence at the very end. When they're fighting while the world is going backwards in slow-mo. Oh, my God. I had never seen anything like that before. Right. And it was just so incredible. I, w- I was telling Harrison, mm-hmm. it,
0: w- it was interesting because as soon as they introduced the concept of time manipulation or time travel, you know, my head was going, I see how this is going to end. They're going to have this big battle, they're going to lose, all of a sudden someone's going to remember time travels a thing, they're going to go back in time, and then redo this battle, knowing now how to win. You know, it's kind of the trope to do. And I like how they solved the problem Mm -hmm. by having the final battle happen in reverse time, and then having him beat the final boss, he wins by
2: losing infinitely. Yeah, that was a really clever ending. Which is just a, you
0: know, well, it's a a trope in sci-fi that has been used a lot, but... In film, it's almost never been used. Right. Wait, was
1: time going backwards, or
0: was Hong Kong just doing the mannequin challenge? It could have been. could have been. It's
1: hard to tell. Just the whole city was like, let's do the mannequin challenge. And Dr. Strange like, whoa, this necklace is working. It wasn't. Hong, was Kong, Kong, one, is Hong Kong, Kong was just on point. It was just one
2: guy with an iPhone like moving <laughs> around.
0: Dr. Strange sees him and was like, wait a second. They're fighting in the middle of a flash mob. Um, <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, I thought they solved the like the time mechanic stuff really elegantly, really nicely. Um, you know, even though I think they handled the origin stuff not as well as I would have li- like I would have loved for like the movie to be Wong applying for the job of the valet at this weird Greenwich Village apartment or village or Greenwich, Greenwich Village um, brownstone. He opens the door, and it's like the movie is his like learning how to be the butler for th- the sorcerer. I think that could have been a very cool movie. And 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 done some neat things too.
2: How did you feel about the three sanctums being London, New York, and Hong Kong? Uh, I mean I believe that is the international movie market that they're trying to get right. the most money from. Yeah, yep. I think that's
1: what it was. <laughs> I they were like, this is where our movie needs to make money. <laughs> <laughs> Although <laughs> Hong three Kong
2: areas. is a little iffy because China
1: right. Hong Kong is like sort of British. You're right. If you really want China, you go like Beijing. Beijing. Right.
0: Yeah, but no one's gonna believe that. <laughs> A
2: sorcerer in Beijing? Come on, let's not They stretch. probably
1: also didn't have the rights to shoot there. I think Hong Kong is much easier to shoot yeah, than Beijing, probably. potentially.
2: Um, I also really enjoyed how they treated his cape. Yeah, I thought yeah. the cape was really cool. I didn't know that it had those qualities. I Neither think they I. added more kind of. I don't think it does have those qualities. Yeah, but it, it was, was like the magic carpet. I was in just Aladdin. gonna say that. It was, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the magic carpet had a personality and it like knew how to like protect him. And, and my favorite part is just you could just leave it floating. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, I'm not gonna have my cape on right now, but I'll, it'll be there perfectly ready for me when I need to come back, just floating there. And but. those
1: Stan Lee words, like Ditko, really is. Uh, it contribute the look of the comic book and, and and by extension this movie, but the Stanley made up words. The Eye of Agamotto, the, the, the right. Batoon, host of
0: yeah, the Hori host of Horgoth of Horgoth, like those are the
2: Eternal one oh wait, the Ancient One, <laughs> the Ancient One. What was the name
1: of the cloak? It's the cloak of
0: levitation. Oh, that's not as funny.
2: Yeah, that's... Um, I am yeah.
0: Agamotto.
1: The I am Agamotto. Oh, that. the Wi-Fi password was... Uh, Shambhala. Shambhala, Shamba- which is that also was a, f- a
0: reference. That was a
2: really funny joke. To a <laughs> uh,
0: mystical city that lives inside the earth. Uh... I'm also, this is a good time to point out that I am a big proponent of hollow earth, the Hollow Earth conspiracy, that the inside of the Earth is actually hollow and filled with its inner environment. First, Not something that comes up a lot in conversation, but I'm a big believer. First you lizard so? people, <laughs> and then Hollow Earth. Yeah, No, no, lizard people, that's ridiculous. Are
1: there regular people who live there?
0: Yes, absolutely, in the Mexico city of Shambhala. There are multiple entryways um, through various caves and volcanoes scattered oh. throughout the Earth. Yeah, no, but there's an inner city <laughs> filled with certain advanced races uh, and semi-advanced races in the inside. Hollow Earth theory, people, check it out. It's a... It's, uh, you have your eyes open. You Don't really, be sheeple. You really um, know about <laughs> the, a lot about this. By the way, <laughs>
1: interestingly enough, Kevin Feige? 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 Feige. 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 Um, just announced that The Inhumans will not be a movie. It'll be right. a magical it's going to be a telev- television show. It will be a television show where the first two episodes comprise a movie you could see in theaters or watch it on ABC. And then, so like, Adelon and that whole thing won't really be in a cinematic universe. So We won't have that sort of hidden moon
0: world that we were hoping for. Which. Again, we were all hoping for.
1: It was interesting. I thought Inhumans was... Anyway, we're getting very distracted from Dr. Strange and the magical
2: world. I don't even know much about Inhumans. I like my (laughs) X-Men. Well, that was...
1: It was Marvel going, oh, crap, we don't have X-Men. Right, I know. know. Although there was a big trade. Mm -hmm. um, The reason Deadpool had Negasonic Teenage Warhead Mm -hmm. was because they gave the rights to uh, the guy who's a... Ego, the planet. Um, Ego, the living planet. The living planet. Right. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. So that's kind of a cool thing that they're talking to each other at
2: least. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. What a world we live in. For the future. Yeah. Well, wonders never cease. And
1: Doctor Strange meeting all of the Avengers is kind of exciting to me. Like, I hope Infinity Wars involves at least one scene where he's like, wait, there's magic? Like, even like Robert Downey Jr., particularly as Iron Man, he believes in science so strongly that when he encounters magic... Same thing with Bruce Banner. These are scientists. I just want uh, I'm o- Tony
2: Stark and Doctor Strange to have a goatee off. Oh yeah. yeah there's oh somebody there's somebody that, that excellent. That joke. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a panel that uh is in
0: the uh that's in the comics of uh they they're standing next to each other, they do something, and Tony Stark is like, goatee high five, and Doctor <laughs> Strange won't give it to him. Nice.
1: Maybe because his hands are broken. <laughs> It hurts too much to high-five an fixed, iron hand.
0: It, it
2: seemed like at the end of the movie, his hands were never. he never fixed his hand. No, he just had that, like, that pin contraption stuck into him for months and months while he was in the coma. No, I mean, at and the end of the movie,
1: he never healed his no, hands. He no, realized he didn't need to. It's, well, no, it's, yeah, because he's using to, the
2: power of magic to overcome...
0: He would have to infinitely, uh, infinitely channel interdimensional energy directly into his hands to stop the... Sh- you should have paid mm. attention to the movie. Right. It would have been a very well, complicated the, the process. Well, the singer at the
1: end where yeah. he rips that magic out of the guy who can all of a sudden walk... Or the
0: other stinger where he's wearing the leopard print gloves.
1: Which are Dr. Strange, yeah. a very Dr. Strange thing. Yeah. Loved it.
2: I'm Well, I was excited just to, for the Thor stinger at the end where he yeah. keeps refilling his beer. One, if I was really magic, I would do that all the time. Uh, he but, was trying to get Thor drunk. Yeah. But also, it kind of sets it up. I was like, is Dr. Strange really going to be part of Thor Ragnarok? Because that would be awesome. I think so. I think he is there too. Was, if that was a buddy comedy and then it's like, hey guys, I'm also here.
1: I, don't think, he, I think he's going to have one or two scene sure. stops, but
2: right. great. Yeah, I, I love it. That'd I would perfect. love for
0: Banner and Thor.
2: That's
1: what makes it feel so comic booky. is this idea that also, there is this shared universe. Also,
2: those are the three characters that if they were involved in Civil War, then whatever team they would have been on, the other team would lose. Yeah, the yeah. Most yeah. the most powerful characters. <laughs> yeah, a Thor, god, Hulk, a monster, and a magician. And Doctor Strange. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so Other things you liked, other things you didn't anything, like. Yeah, anything so, else we and need I to say know about this? Is,
1: and this, this has been said before, but the, as much as the cinematic universe tries to make things realistic or make it feel like it could live in a world, they can't change the names of the characters. So, like, his name is Dr. Strange. Dr.
2: Stephen Strange. <laughs> that is that is slightly unbelievable. But they kind of poke fun of that. He's like, no one would call uh, use the technique if it was called the strange technique. Right. <laughs> procedure. Or I would you, how
1: would you feel if a guy go, oh, I'm Dr. Strange. Get away from my
2: body. I was
0: going to say, I, I, like, I feel like there was a scene left out in the movie of a patient being like, like, someone's like, this is your, this will be your neurosurgeon, Dr. Strange. And he's like, no, he won't. He will not be my neurosurgeon. Yeah. That is not who is operating on me with a knife.
1: Oh, who who's the other option? Dr. Death.
2: Okay, I'll take Strange. Yeah, so I'll I'll take Strange. Will g- I will go with Strange. I'll go with Dr. Doom, please. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unreal. Yeah.
1: Also, weirdly enough, anytime I try to Google Dr. Strange, if you do just DR Strange,
2: doesn't come. you up. can't
1: come up. I feel like name. that. You think Marvel would want to figure that out? Yeah. you got to yeah. type out Doctor. Doctor. Anytime you want to buy tickets or do anything with gotta it. you got to get the long form.
2: The the only... Th- I love... Because Doctor Strange Love, Yeah, yeah it's different. Interestingly
1: enough, is just DR. <laughs> and I and I wonder if they influence each other. Because Doctor Strange Love was a very famous name. Right.
2: I was going to say, the I loved this movie. The only thing I didn't like about it, um, and it kind of stems from uh, the Beck Bennett sketch on SNL, is that Benedict Cumberbatch to me... I don't know why he, people find him hot. That SNL <laughs> sketch was so amazing. And he's trying to be like this Wait, cocky. Did you walk into Doctor Strange hoping for an erection? What? No, no. It's just <laughs> that, like, most yes. of these leading males are like these pompous guys, especially like Doctor Strange was trying to be like a Tony Stark type, where he's sure. like very cocky and, you know, has to be humbled. I just don't see Benedict Cumberbatch as that type of person. And also, I don't love his American accent. I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> that, that accent wasn't like that. exactly so there. Here's, here's yeah. my thing.
0: Why? Like, I feel like they do change things from the source material. Might not make a British. Was his Americanness so essential to the character of right. Doctor Strange that they couldn't let him be British? He still would have to be a New
1: Yorker. It's very important to put him in the New York Sanctum, right? But is
0: his American? Well, think about it. Maybe he found the London Sanctum, and then the London Sanctum gets destroyed, and they sh- like they're already right. introducing Europe into it. There's just something I think about this character is such
1: an American. It's it's is he? It's uh, the Marvel itself being an American company, and right. like. I think when you, there's generations of children who in their head heard an American accent. Just like Harry Potter can't all of a sudden have an American accent. No, but
0: I don't think there were generations of children who are in love with Dr. Strange. I think he's like, That's true. he's an obscure enough character. He's like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not like they could do whatever they want, change Guardians of the Galaxy however they wanted, because that has a fan base of 80 people. Right. Like, I don't think Dr. Strange had like enough cultural cash that like, they couldn't depart from that and make him British. Or they thought his accent would have been more on point by the time the, the film was <laughs> and rolling. Just, and they're like, oh, we gotta let him do it. We gotta let him do you it. You are a Sorcerer court. Supreme, and yet you can't cast a spell to make right. your R's sound more R'y. Well, and I do, and, and this is a thing. I know I just said that he should have been British, but I do think it is important that we keep the Sorcerer Supreme American. Um,. For America to lose that position in the world would be tragic. Yeah, indeed. but now that Trump is elected instead of <laughs> keep, the Sorcerer Supreme,
1: you can just call him the Grand Wizard.
0: That is true. We, we can call him that now. <laughs> is keep, that title taken?
1: Keep yeah, wizard. I don't think it is. No, I do not think that title. Cape keep
2: is Great Again. Oh, boy.
1: Well, I think <laughs> yeah. that is a perfect button on this episode. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you would like to catch us, uh, we are all three performing in New Haven, Connecticut on That's November right. 29th at the Comedy Magic Monthly, which is at a bar called... Bar. Bar, yeah, it's the, on. It's very near the Pez Factory. If you want to go on the way, good um, pizza, really great good pizza. pizza. We're gonna have oh, so much pizza. Eat all the pizza. we're gonna eat all the pizza. I think we're going to the Pez Factory. Yeah. This will probably be an episode. So yeah. look out for it. Um, I personally will be headlining a, a club called The Big Hunt in Washington, D.C., the 9th and the 10th. The, the, the what? Say the that Big again. Hunt. Oh,
2: okay. Hunt. Hunt. Okay. Hunt. with an H. Okay.
1: okay, yes. It's actually a really great club. It's super fun if you're in D.C., come out. Uh, Christmas weekend, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, I'm at uh, the Comics at Mohegan Sun. I'm headlining there. And on the 27th, I'm in New York doing my full adult one-man show, Harrison Greenbaum, What Just Happened. That's at 54 Below, which is on 54th Street. It's where Studio 54 was. It's a really, really cool venue.
0: Um, So those are my dates. Uh, Patrick, where are you going to be? In addition to Connecticut on the 29th, if you come out this Monday to Monday Night Magic, I'm going to be doing close-up magic there, so you can come see me do some stuff there. Um, On their December 19th, by the way, headlining, the 5 and the 9 o'clock. Woohoo! And Eric
1: Um, is there? The 5th. December 5th. December Mm -hmm. 5th.
0: Excellent. Uh, And then uh, if you're in upstate New York area on... uh, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, I'm doing a uh, one of the uh, first nights in Saratoga Springs. Um, I'll be doing two shows uh, up in that part of the world um, on New Year's Eve. So uh,
2: come check me out there if you're upstate on that night. And diddles. Yeah, you already said most of my public dates, uh, the 29th in Connecticut with you guys. I'll be at Monday Night Magic the 5th uh monday the 5th of december uh i'm actually going to be at bridgewater state uh december 9th and then the r- rest of my bookings are private uh so i won't talk about those because i got chided about that last time patrick uh, <laughs> well and also you can check out my website ericdittleman.com yeah. if yep. you want to see where i'll be and if you want to get in
1: touch with us through this podcast we are twitter at bfp pod our facebook page is facebook.com slash bfp pod we have bestfriendplans.com that redirects you to our SoundCloud, but there will be a much more full functioning website very shortly. And our website is best for, uh, bestfriendplans at gmail.com, is our email address. So if you have any comments, you can either tweet us, email us, Facebook us, all of that good stuff. We'd love to hear from you, even if you're in the Netherlands. We, we love you there too. Uh, that's been our podcast. And uh, tune in for episode 10, The Big 1 0. That's coming out next week, right before Thanksgiving. Best Friend Plans, Best Friend Plans, going on adventures, Best Friend Plans,
2: Doctor Strange.